Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But before that, News Talk's Simon Tierney is with me here in studio because, Simon, you got a, a letter that you were a little surprised by from your child's crash recently. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we got a, a letter. Uh, they come through every now and then. But this one was about, uh, part of the letter was about food safety precautions in the room, right? In in my daughter's Montessori. And um, it was saying that they don't, they're not going to accept any homemade cakes because generally, you know, often parents would bring in a cake if it's their child's birthday and mm. then the child would share it with the other kids in the class, you know. And um, it's a nice thing for them to do um, during a break. Um, and I was a little bit taken aback by this because it was kind of a blanket statement that you're, they're not going to accept any No homemade goodies. If it's your child's birthday and you want to bring in a cake, you can do so, but it must be a shop-bought cake. Why? Well, they said it's because of food safety uh, regulations. So presumably, if there's a child in the classroom that has a food allergy, whether it's to eggs or nuts or what have you, to ingredients which are pretty common in cakes, um, then it could be problematic for that Mm. child. Now... There's two things going on here, I suppose, Andrea. First of all, you know, um, on a surface level, I feel a little bit disheartened by this. There's something rather traditional and wholesome about baking a cake for your child and bringing it, bringing it into the classroom and mm. the child shares it with the other kids. The child's probably somewhat involved in the decorating of this. Exactly. Or... They'll be involved in it. Uh, the experience of going to Tesco or to Super Value and or wherever, and picking up a shop-bought cake. The caterpillar in the box. Caterpillar in the box. It's a rather sterile experience, an unfriendly experience. There's no learning taking place in that experience. Um, And I feel like it's a... What we're doing here is we're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Now, in saying that, on the other side, I have sympathy for parents of children with allergies. Um, according to the Irish Food Allergy Network, about 4% of children in Ireland now have a food allergy. And that's, of course, something very serious. And it's something worrying for parents if the children are in a classroom environment where there might be food that contains mm. something that the child is allergic to. But I'm just, I'm cautious. I'm, I'm concerned that perhaps we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But water. is this a new regulation, Simon, is what I, I don't understand? Because, like, I, mm. I remember even, well, not, I don't mean back to my time, but I certainly remember my friends in recent years talking about, you know, kids' birthdays and sending them in with... So there's no more Rice crispy Buns. Or there's none well, of this. I did a little bit of research this morning and... I I can't find clarity on whether there's actually a blanket ban, um, you know, from the Department of Education or, or the Department of Children. Well, it sounds for more like a food safety country, authority. Or the Food Safety Authority. But what I do know is that more and more creches and Montessoris around the country are implementing this. Um, whether it's something that they have to do to comply with national food safety mm. regulations, I'm not sure. We'll ask listeners... How common is this where crashes and Montessoris have turned around to parents and said, listen, leave the home-baked treats and goodies at home. You can't bring them into the, into the class. But get this, right? If you, look at, if you look at the recommendations from the Irish uh, Food Allergy Network, what's really interesting, and these are, the people, these are the experts who are looking at food allergies, they're saying that just a blanket ban on foods that have, say, eggs and nuts, which are the two primary mm. concerns for uh, kids, 
that a blanket ban is incomplete uh, in terms of how you approach allergies for kids. They're saying that um, banning of a food is incomplete and can be received poorly by the school population as a whole. And they also talk about the stigma involved in a ban on allergy-related foods. Um, that it can send a negative message about allergic children and that it's better perhaps to include it with or have, you know, promoting washing of hands before the kids eat uh, a cake and afterwards as well, supervision and also the concept of uh, you can share. Sharing is caring, but maybe don't share food. Stay with us, Simon. Killian is on the line as well. Killian, thanks for, for getting in touch. That number, um, 1800 453 if this is something that's currently in place, maybe in your own school. I wonder, is it the situation now in... Well, sorry, if it's the situation in your own crash, I wonder what the story is now in schools as well. Uh, Killian, do you feel it's a little bit miserable? It, look, you know, I saw Simon's tweet yesterday and I replied to it. My, my children are a little bit older and they're out of crash now, but um, they enjoyed 10 or 12 years of uh, really loving care. You know, my eldest is 17 now. And without wanting to, to sound like a grumpy old curmudgeon, I, I'd be going, for God's sake, would, would you let kids be kids? You know, uh, when, when, when my kids were that age, they were out, they were eating dirt, they were, you know, picking worms off the ground, they were sharing plates and food, and, you know, if they wanted something that was on somebody else's plate, they just went and they grabbed it. Um, I'm I'm reminded of a a letter that we got sent home uh, one day when uh, my son was in junior infants and uh, in very nice script from his uh, junior infants teacher uh, uh, was, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Byrne, uh, we'd really appreciate if you could uh, remind Keith to, uh, uh, not to try and encourage his friends to eat stones in the playground. Um, right. So, you know, it's just let the kids out there. You know, they, 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 it's our job to, to teach them. And if they are closeted and if they are bubble wrapped, um, they're not going to learn the lessons that, that we need to learn from the university of life, for want of a better phrase. Okay. You know, um, as parents, we need them to grow up. We need them to to learn what's right and what's wrong. And, um, you know, without wanting to make light of food safety regulations. No, and uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think I can remember anybody in in my uh, many years of schooling or uh, university education who had any allergies. Okay. I see a text in from a listener here who says um, I ha- I run, I operate a crash only store-bought cakes it's nothing new. Our crash did this three to four years ago. Uh, we've had a shop-bought only policy for the, la- for the last three to four years says this texter. Uh, Lisa's on the line as well. Lisa's a parent. Lisa, do you agree with Killian? Are we bubble wrapping kids? No, absolutely not. Um Sorry, my voice has gone a bit. Um, You're okay. I think I even listened to Simon there <clears throat> from a point of view um, for, of a mother who has dealt with this over 13 years now. First of all, the issue is you're baking cakes at home and you don't have a, an actual license to do that. So one of the problems is like nowadays with all these regulations in place, not for children with allergies, but for food safety, for the Food Safety Authority, like, you're not actually meant to bake something and bring it in somewhere unless you have a licence to do so. So you can't, can't at all like, offer anybody a... So if I brought in stuff, you know, say I took an ocean this afternoon and went home and baked a cake or buns or something and brought them in, 
I actually can't do that at all. Like, it's not, it's, you see, in a school situation, it's like bringing it into a school is the same as bringing it into a shop to sell it without having a license to do so because you have no way, really, of tracing that to say what was in that kitchen. You know what I mean? Um, if, some, if someone gets sick or food poison or something like mm. that, that's, that's one of the regulations of it. Yeah, okay. Being a mother of a parent, uh, being a, a mother of a child who has suffered all her life and um, who is highly allergic to nuts, doesn't even have to eat them, just has to come in contact with somebody who has touched them or whatever, um, it's really frustrating because there is a lot of parents who will make things and say, oh, there, that's not in it, I didn't put this in it, but we don't know that. I like, know, and the the consequences for um for for your for your for daughter, it's life or death, and people don't understand that. Like, and this is, <clears throat> you know, for the sake of going in and saying, oh, there's only uh, someone can show me the ingredients that mm. exactly went into it, then that's okay. But okay. I mean, it's very frightening. Like even people bringing in, say, a box of sweets at Christmas, like celebrations, there's Snickers in that. So people are eating those and then they could be sitting next to my child or a teacher could be touching her book and they've come in contact with that and all she has to do is touch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm full of sympathy for your caller, Andrea. It's, that's a, it's really difficult um, for parents in that position. I know I'm in a privileged position because neither of my children have food allergies currently. That, of course, could change. But I do think it's about finding a balance. And I also think, and you don't hear enough about this side of the argument, Andrea, is that it's also about placing some trust in parents. Parents need to be aware of their own responsibilities if they're sending food into a school environment that, yeah, there there probably will be kids um, in their child's class who has a food allergy. You need to be aware of that and you need to bake accordingly. But also with shop-bought cakes, right, it's not always... uh, clear what the ingredients are. I looked at two different cakes, right? First of all, in Dunn's, you got the Paw Patrol celebration cake. Very popular little number. Um, In that, it says that it is nut-free. It says Mm. that on the back of the packet, very clear, happy days. So you could probably be safe enough bringing that in so long as there's no egg in it, but I can't be sure of that. But then on the other hand, in Tesco, their Curly the Caterpillar cake, which you mentioned a few minutes Mm. ago, that one on the ingredients list doesn't list any nuts in it. But in the small print, it says may contain traces of nut. So it's a, a, a discussion then around food labelling, actually. We might co- come back to that one another day. But Lisa, for you over the years with your daughter in school or a crash, like, I'm sure you, this was sort of something that was on your mind or a stressful time when, you know, there'd be birthdays or parties or, as you mentioned, Christmas and the sweets. It's, it's like, for, I think for all of us, um, parents with kids with allergies Halloween is the worst time for a lot of us Like, but even like parties and things like that it's, it's a big it's such a pressure and it's so worrying like I mean like the, the problem with allergies is the not known it's the fear of not known like I don't know what's, who's sitting beside my daughter in school today I don't know what they've eaten for breakfast I don't know you know and then as regards of like, my, my daughter's in second year now, so she would have went to school with a lot of the kids who were in her class now. And like Simon said there, you know, some of it would be on the parents. Yeah, what about Absolutely. that point, yeah, about parental responsibility and all of this? And I can tell you now, 
to this day, after how many years of being in school together, the parents still don't listen. Okay. Um, like I can tell you, I've seen a couple of weeks ago, I had to take my daughter out of school because um, a parent put something in their kid's lunchbox and she was sitting beside her. And like she would have went to primary school with her. So it, was, it wasn't new okay. to any of them parents. Okay. Um, and like she has been in anaphylactic shock before. So she was nearly dead in my arms. So when you're looking at it from my I perspective. I know. I know. And I totally, totally appreciate that, you know, uh, Elisa. So, so so, is it normally the case then if there is a, you know, a birthday or a party or Christmas or something, would your daughter bring in something herself typically or how would that work? No, no. She wouldn't bring in anything. Um, and normally they might ask me what's safe or like sometimes they might, if it's a teacher bringing in something, can they bring in like jellies or something, which is fine. Um, or else someone, if a teacher says to me, can you bring in something for her that's safe or can you give me a list of what's safe, then that's fine. Or mm. even if they ask me to buy stuff for the class um, and give me a list of what can and they can't have, because Holly wouldn't be the only one. At that at that level, okay. Um, stay with us if you don't mind, Lisa. I have another caller here on the line. Andy is in Wicklow. Andy, you've been listening to this conversation today. Um, you're a creche worker. The ban that Simon mentioned, the letter from his child's Montessori about not bringing in home-baked goods, is it very common? Oh, yeah. No, it's across the board. Um, I can't remember if it was Tisla or Health and Safety, uh, the food authority who said it. Basically, what was said, like that, like Lisa was saying there, um, we can't guarantee the cleanliness of a kitchen, and we can't guarantee what's put into that if it's made at home. Um, also, what happens is, is a parent might be really good at baking cakes and make a really fancy cake, and it's really pretty, and then another parent is not, and and sometimes that can cause kind of um, <coughs> feelings of um, inferiority, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's kind know, of a I snobbery among the cake, nearly like. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so that's why we kind of stopped um, getting people to bring in um, their cakes from home. And then the store bought cakes were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was just, uh, or there weren't maybe enough cake for everybody. So my crash, we just, we baked the cakes here because we have a kitchen that... Um, okay, wow. Well. We, we baked the cakes here for the children. And that got, we guarantee then that, that there's no not allergies in it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, also, that, that like that lady was saying, um, we would have allergies and preferences. So, so we asked all the parents beforehand, do they have any allergies? And then, if we know they have allergies, we will uh, make sure all the staff know that um, our particular crash is, is not free. There's no nut. Um, staff aren't allowed to bring nuts in on their lunch breaks or or anything like that. Mm. There's no nuts at all across the board because nut allergies are so prevalent now. Um, you just can't guarantee, like she, like 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 I think it was Lisa was saying, you could be eating uh, a Snickers bar, for example, and then you could go in and you get, you might need to get, you know, you're close to a child, and and if there's something the trace of not there, <coughs> excuse me, it could um, then transfer onto the child. So mm-hmm. it's all about health and safety. Um, but it, it, sometimes it is a little bit over the top. For example, we're not allowed to bring toilet roll toilet rolls in because that would be cause contamination. Sorry, what, what? So, you know your toilet roll holders, you would use to bring in, you would make, like, for arts and crafts. We're not allowed to bring them in because that would be, because people are washing the toilet. This is all new to me, Andy. The the empty toilet roll thing, when the the toilet roll is used, 
you can't bring that in. in Why? This, this, uh, because, because if you flush the toilet and then there may be fecal matter in the air, this is what I was told by an inspector one time, the fecal matter will be in the air and then it will settle on the empty toilet roll holder and then you're bringing it into question and a child's touching that and, and they might get fecal matter on their hands and then and then they'll get poisoned basically there's a whole host of of cross contamination um they 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 cross contamination is their most favorite thing to to go with i mean and then you say to them like I'm watching children lick each other's faces you know it's it's yeah it it, it can be difficult where does sometimes this end? To, where does this end i mean this is nanny state stuff it, it's getting it's getting it's getting borderline nanny state so it is um we're not allowed to use shaving foam anymore in case children's got sensitive um hands and that might affect them. We're not allowed to use washing up liquid. It's for the same reason. Um, and then and then they wonder why crash is so expensive because if I want to do a project using toilet roll holders, I have to buy them from an art store. So I'm thinking of the whole thing around make and do. Is that not a big part of... Oh yeah, no, it is. And it's crash. encouraged, but but only only if, if you have to be guaranteed. And I suppose... I can see where they're coming from, but it sometimes you get you hear things and you're like, does somebody sit in an office and make this up because I've got a review or something coming up? You know, it, it, some of it is so nonsensical. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, can I say one thing there, just in relation to what Andy was saying? I can understand, just to take it back to the cake for a second, about food safety regulations. Yeah. But the idea of not allowing parents to bring in cakes because one cake might be prettier than the other. Yeah, that's is, very interesting, is, is Andy. It's outrageous because um, that's about not hurting people's feelings. Yeah, now that would be, sorry, that would be maybe more of an individual questioning as opposed to something that is regulated. Mm, I didn't realise there was such snob and cakes but there you go there's more text yeah. coming in now from listeners about this as well Andy listen thanks a million for getting in touch with us here today Lisa there too Killian, our own Simon Tierney thanks a million for your time in the programme there's a lot of reaction to this this texter says I'm celebrating my son's 17th birthday today and I'm scrolling through his birthday parties from over the years his fabulous Montessori used to involve the child in baking a simple cake they'd bake it on the premises and then the birthday child would be assisted um, to cut the cake that was the treat they got to do on their birthday and then share it among the other children. Step up crashes, bake on site and make it the moment it should be. Also make it uh, allergen free as well. Well you heard Andy there uh, they bake the cakes at the crash for the for the children. Moraden Selbridge says um, yes this is the same in primary school. No treats at all allowed as part of healthy eating policy. All nut products are banned and kiwi on classes um, and kiwi on classes where the child um as well, it must be to do with allergies. I can't read the end of that text. Put yourself in the minds of the parents of the children also they can have whatever they want at home so that they're not missing out if people feel the child is being deprived at school. Keep your texts coming into us today. What's your view on this regarding the um, the policies around bringing baked goodies into creche and Montessori? And just bring us back to Andy's point around these fancy cakes been banned from creches and schools. I'd love to know if you've experienced this. 1800 453 106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We were talking about um, no-baked goodies in creche and at school a little earlier in the programme. And we've had a big reaction to this today on the show, particularly to creche owner Andy and his comments about having to stop parents from bringing in cakes for their children's birthday parties to the creche because some parents were landing in apparently with these big, huge monstrosities of cakes and really fancy decorated and then there was competition then between parents and and bringing the cakes in. You can listen back, it's an interesting point but that has got a lot of reaction. Jessica was listening to that, she's on the line. Um, 
Jessica, your child, I believe, has allergies. What, what, what did you want? What point did you want to make yeah, in this son, conversation my today? My son has anaphylaxis. And that just means that he requires EpiPens if he's exposed to cashews, pistachios, pine nuts, things like that. Yeah. Those are his specific allergies. But I baked for our primary school for years when classes, you know, Halloween, cookies, Christmas cookies, all of those sort of things. But I was always very vigilant to ask. Now, this is before my son had been diagnosed with allergies. I was very vigilant to ask, were there any allergies in the class? Were there any things like that? And if there was, I contacted their parents to find out what I could do to make them feel included. Mm. You know, there were a lot of times that it was a rice cake with a bit of royal icing on it that was allergen friendly. And that's what the child got. And he got it decorated the same way. Okay. So you, you, know, you, you, the, went to, you, you went to a lot of effort. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that was before my kid, you know, my kid was only diagnosed when he was 10. Okay. So, and it came on out of the blue. He was extremely sick, nearly died on us. I don't think people realize that allergens aren't just, uh, oh, you might get a little sniffle or a little cough. Anaphylaxis, my child could die because somebody wants a birthday cake sent into the classroom. So now, the, yeah. he's, he's 14 now. He's in secondary school. He, can, he self-carries his, his epinephrine. Mm. He advocates for himself. He knows not to ever go near a bake sale at school. Um, there's, they have to grow up a lot. And even going on holidays, if you're flying with Aer Lingus, they cannot guarantee an, allergen for, an allergen-free meal. Now, you can get a low-salt meal or a vegan meal. But they can't guarantee something that won't kill my child on a flight. So is that common I among think, is that common among airlines, Jessica? Yes, very it common. Is. So what do you do? Uh, we have to go through like if we're flying to America, we have to go through the U.S. Department of basically preclearance. We have to talk to them. We have to talk to security at Dublin Airport. We have to talk to the air hostesses online or on the flight. Basically, my child can get pot noodle online or on the flight, but it's it's making sure that he has enough food for like a twelve hour flight, and it's not really fair in that sense. But basically, what we need to come down to when it comes to the schools, though, is you need to exclude the allergen, not the child, because the child is already going to feel on the back foot constantly because they know that they're a bit different mm. because they have an allergen. And why are we trying to exclude the children even more just because a parent wants to send in fancy cupcakes? Um, I was very interested in the point that Andy made a little earlier too. You know, he talked about, he said for, for a couple of years now, they, as a crash or a Montessori, they actually bake the kids, or sorry, they bake the cakes for all the kids themselves because they have a, a full kitchen. Um, they have a kitchen at the facility. So is, is that, that's not a lot of pressure though, is it not on, on, on crash owners? I think it is. I think keep the birthday parties outside of class. You've got kids that are going to be in school from September until, what, June? What about the kids that have birthdays over the summer? They're feeling excluded already. Let's just keep the birthday parties out of the school. I know my own primary school years ago stopped even giving out invitations because somebody's feelings might be hurt if they didn't get an invitation to the party. So the, the party invitations were outside the gate. Let's keep the cupcakes outside the gate as well. Yeah, leave the whole lot outside the, the school Absolutely. gates. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I've had a primary school teacher give my child something. He wasn't feeling right about it, put it in his bag. And when we came home, I'm like, <laughs> that 
could have killed you. Good job. And that was by the teacher? Yeah. Um, is it? Are we just maybe not, you know, aware, I suppose, of... I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I think that everybody should know how to use an EpiPen or an AviQ pen or whatever type of epinephrine. Like, that should be absolutely fundamental in first aid classes. Like, there's no anaphylaxis first aid that's licensed kind of thing. There's no official thing in Ireland to say, okay, I am anaphylaxis trained. The best you can do is have an anaphylaxis parent train you on how to use their life-saving pen. I run a girl guide unit in Drogheda, and every single year I train the girls on how to give an epinephrine pen. It's a training pen. There's no needle. And I tell them about the signs of anaphylaxis and how to help somebody. And by the end of it, every year, my girls are delighted that they have training and they're able to help somebody in an emergency. Mm. Um, your 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 son now, when he goes, just was obviously he's that bit older, so maybe it's not as as much of an issue. But I, I can imagine over the years with birthdays and parties and stuff like that, it would have been quite difficult. Yeah, he was just excluded from loads of them because the parents were terrified. You know, there were about three or four parties he'd get to go to every year. And it was parents that I was very good friends with. But a lot of them just wouldn't have him over for play dates. They wouldn't have him over for birthday parties because they they didn't want to kill him, in fairness. But, you know, what does that do to a kid's psychology? Mm. You know, <laughs> you just constantly excluded. It's not fair. That's very hard, Jessica. Absolutely. Yeah, even listening to you, you know, it's. I'd say a lot of people just probably haven't thought of that. You know, oh, 100%. Probably, yeah, just thinking maybe now of somebody that's in their, their own child's class or, you know, something like that. Now it might cross your mind. But um, it's remarkable the number of messages that have come in today. Very similar, you know, to, to, to your point on this. Listen, thank you, Jessica, for getting in touch with us. Um, if you're listening to Jessica, if you want to get in contact, look, drop, drop us an email, lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. Uh, we will come back to this a little bit later. We're also going to be talking about loneliness at work next. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.